0: There, everybody. This is Pam and Sunshine here, coming at you from the Paper Outpost, the, and, and, and apparently Holly. Yes, right on cue. Um, I don't know how he knows. I mean, it's not like I don't talk other times, but apparently, having the phone in front of my face is his little, little uh, cue to tweet away. We are very excited that you have decided to join us today, and. Today, today of all days, we're going to talk about a really fun topic that if you're crafting, this has probably invaded your experience at some point in time. And how do we how do we get around it? How do we deal with it? What what is what can we do? And that what am I what am I talking about, you say? What am I talking about? the glorious bluebird. I'm talking about the big fat flubberoo, the mistake, the error, the miscalculation, the oopsie, the, uh, oh my God, what just happened to my, my artwork moment. Basically something happened. You goofed up, something spilled, something splattered, something tore, something, um discolored uh something doesn't look the way you thought it was gonna look (laughs) and how do you deal with that okay so um uh, one of my favorite things that i've i've kind of tried to embrace along this journey of crafting is stop fighting my mistakes try and embrace them just work them into the design Uh, somehow way shape or form or you know go to plan b which is cover them up and keep going and uh, because things happen and you know there's a lot of reckless abandon going on in the world even when we try and be so careful so um we work very gingerly we're we're we've got our reading glasses on we have plenty of light around we've told the family to stay quiet and don't bug us for at least an hour so we can get some serious uh, reckless abandon done and we are completely 100% focused on our work and it still happens it just flopperoo Next thing you know, you got a big blob of glue where it doesn't belong, or your watercolor paint has dripped um, um, a beautiful blob in the middle of your beautiful white watercolor paper, something like that. It happens. I know. I know. <laughs> We've all been there. We all know, right? Um, Who's to say they don't have the giant inhale, you know, like the the once when it happens, it's that reaction, we all go, oh, you know, it's re- usually the inhale followed by the, oh. so it's the, oh, and then the, oh, and then the, the, the. the 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 shoulders sink okay all right and uh okay and then immediately that's the critical point where it's important to go to plan b and i want you to know you have a lot of tools in your your arsenal to handle what to do with this little bluebird of happiness on your page and um so yep so there you go now you got to take a look at it and you got to look at it with new eyes new different eyes and you ask yourself hey does this totally destroy my concept and, and we need to be gentle with ourselves because um, often things can be worked into the design. Sometimes you can actually start to uh, create from that new point, it becomes a new, a new focal point. Let's face it, everybody is looking at the big splotch. We think it's everybody, it's only us and our paper in front of us and we think the whole world is only going to look at that one little tiny area. Um, Uh, And there's another factor that kind of rolls into play here is that sometimes little tiny errors can also be seen as distressing. Um, And if you're working on a junk journal and maybe you're working on an antique form of a junk journal or a vintage style or a Victorian style, distressed Uh, markings on a page can actually add to the allure (laughs) if anybody's watched that show you'll know exactly what I'm talking about Um, but it it can actually add to the allure of a page um, making it more intriguing 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 and enticing to look at because it has a few spots uh, you know wear marks uh, distressing marks on it Um, so sometimes you can just leave the little uh, bluebird as is and just roll with it. And life is dandy. Uh, other times, not so much. Let's say, you know, you are uh, putting something down and something happens and it's, it's abs- it does not look like distressing. Let's say, it just looks like disaster more than distressing. Okay. And, uh, now, yeah, if you cannot work it into your design, you can go to the cover it up maneuver and you can cover it up with paint. You can cover it up with more paper. You can cover it up with a book page. You can cover it up with an embellishment or a cluster. You can cover it up with a uh, pocket or a tuck. You can cover it up with a word stamp. Sometimes um, I disguise a lot of um, little bluebirds with rubber stamps. They're great ways to hide things. Um, And uh, I don't tend to be the crispest stamper and so my stamps have a natural smudge look to them and um it's probably due to the fact that I don't clear clean my stamps um bad crafter I know and um uh but I think that the uh the lack of the sharp of crispness is part of the distressed look all right yep that's I'm rolling with that and uh so you can kind of uh you can even over stamp, you can s- stamp and then stamp something else beside it, maybe a different stamp, maybe uh, maybe you're going to have a word with a flower stamp beside it and you can kind of camouflage something. Like sometimes when you're stamping you'll get the little edge of the stamp you know that looks like um, an L or just a line or something like that and you didn't plan on that being there but it is there looking at you in the face and you're just not okay with it and it it it's bugging you and you got to do something about it well come along and you you can hide that in another stamp. you can hide it um, and bury it underneath um, something that you're you're going to like maybe you're going to use a little flourish or something like that or another word or Um, perhaps you're going to come along with a little tiny thin piece of fabric and just glue it right over there and look like it was completely planned the entire time and then when you're looking at it you're thinking why didn't I ever think to do that before in the first place I've never I've never torn a little piece of fabric and and underlined my my rubber stamped word with it before but now that I have this bluebird to deal with I have an opportunity to learn a new tip or a new trick so um, little goofy things like that come along and um, uh, you know there's always the option of removing a page from a journal and everybody kind of does their they approach their journal pages differently some people decorate them all before they put them in the book I, I create my book and then I decorate my pages um, now, if you if you decorate your pages before the book, you can have a lot of fun with stickles and liquid pearls, and you can decorate a whole bunch of pages, and they can all be air drying at the same time. You can move on to the next one, and you don't have to wait to flip a page to decorate the next page. So there's a definite advantage to that. Um, why I don't do that is because um, I find them a little bit awkward to sew together afterwards because they're so um, well when I make them they're so lumpy and bumpy because I've got so much stuff. Um, attached onto each page. Now, if you don't heavily embellish, which is a purely a choice um, uh, to lightly embellish, heavily embellish, or not embellish at all, if you're not doing any of that, then it's really no big deal. And you're probably not going to be making a lot of mistakes if you don't heavily embellish. So there you go. Um, and, uh, So yeah, the um, uh, little embellishments and clusters are awesome ways to cover little Goofy Loos. Mm -hmm. And sometimes a little Goofy loo is embedded in your page even before you've come along to... Create a Goofy Lou or a Bluebird all on your own. Like, let's say, for example, you're using college rule paper and you've coffee dyed it and you've made some really cool things, a uh, pages. And uh, but you don't like the little circles where the binder goes through and you want to cover those. So um, that's an example of covering a non-created by you Bluebird. You can put a little piece of fabric. You can put a little piece of uh, paper, a little uh, book page again, a little piece of ribbon, a little piece of lace. You can layer the lace. You can layer the lace with fabric you can layer it with book page you can do two or three little pieces together with a ribbon you can put a little you can tie a little bow and glue it over that area I mean there's so many things that you can do at the art of masking the art of covering and uh you know makes me wonder and makes me think um you know how much you know back in the days of uh, Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci, how much cover-up was really going on. You know, I'm sure they had their fair share of bluebirds. I mean, you, you cannot tell me Leonardo was not sitting there in his studio um, and all of a sudden somebody burst in the door and said, hey, Leo, I've got great news. We just found more pigment for your green paint. And Leo drops his paintbrush right in the middle of what he's doing. And um, I'm sure it happened. Yes, can't just be us um so uh let it be a um a trigger or let it be not trigger that sounds not, not a good word let's use um, an encourager like a little inspiration to try something new an invitation there we go it's an invitation to look at things differently and uh, you know maybe life just came along and said you know what it's time to yes holly it's time it's time (laughs) sally sue looked at things differently today we're going to put a big blob of blue paint in the middle of your perfectly designed page sally sue let's see where you go with this and (laughs) let's see what you're going to do with it and um uh, you can remove the entire page so that's where i was coming from some so if your book is already constructed and you're decorating as you go you always have the option of removing one single page. And it's not that hard to do, basically. You can just cut it out or tear it out and, and, and that will be fine. Now, if you've already decorated the fronts and backs of what that page was attached to, like um, one page, one full sheet is gonna be four pages front and back in your journal. And if you tear out one of those, you may be tearing out some already decorated stuff. But remember, you don't have to, um, Sacrifice everything if you've already decorated some of the other sides of those of that one page. Um, so you could salvage the other side and you could reattach it in your journal to a page using something like. Um, well, you could technically sew it in, it'll be a little tricky once it's already in the book. But you can um, use washi tape. Uh, if you run it over a good glue stick and then um, attach your page to the page below it, that will work. Um, you can also staple it to a page, and um, uh, or you can actually take the decorated page and fold it and put it in a pocket. I mean, don't, don't let go of your, your goodies. I think I just saw a very strange duck landing. Let me go. Look at that. Oh, oh, we have a lot of... Oh, what are you guys? Oh, oh, we have some Canadian geese out back and they're squawking away. There's like two geese talking to each other. They're really having a discussion. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Everybody's fine. No, just let you guys get along. All is well. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can do with feathering techniques. Let's say you have a drop of paint or um, you drop your, your alcohol marker or something like that on your paper and there's a big splotch. What do you do? Uh, you can feather out the design by um, taking some paint, dry paint brushes and just putting a little bit of paint on them. And uh, I just, uh, when is this video coming out? Um, I did a video on how to do some uh, very easy Uh, flower painting you just using the shape of your paintbrush you don't have to be an artist at all you just basically plop the brush down and it becomes the shape of a petal and you kind of go from there and uh, you can do that Um, with a dry brush and do some feathering and maybe create some of those um, painted flowers to help mask whatever you drop down there or maybe the drop can be the center of your flower and you work out from there and you feather around it. Um, So there's a lot of things that you can do that you can use. Um, You can also use chalks or pastels or acrylics uh, watercolor. you can use gelatos Um, there's a lot of options that you have to to cover things up and um, so don't forget about your closet there's a lot of little things that you can grab from your closet because I know everybody's got some clothing items that they're probably not wearing that much anymore and they and it will give you much more breathing room in your closet if you remove like say one or two just things that you think maybe you don't need that much anymore but could give you a wealth of fabric to use for your journal so you don't have to go shopping you don't have to go buy um all sorts of tons of stuff um and you know if there's nothing in your closet feel free to uh, go into your children's and your your mate's closets as well (laughs) i give you permission Um, and uh do it quietly secretly and then leave them brownies and milk (laughs) um but uh uh, yeah, I mean honestly one shirt can can give you so many little tiny pieces of scrap fabric. You'll be covering your little bluebirds from now till, till till kingdom come. And uh, oh, I so I have big news. Um little uh sunshine update. Sunshine is my 6-month old Maltese, which is uh we're so happy to have him as a family member and he had his first swimming lesson today. Yes, he did. Uh you want to go swimming? Well, he's got the look now. He's like, it's a little scary, okay, because he's, you know, getting used to it. But I really, I I have always taught all my dogs how to swim and get out of the pool because I want to make sure that they're their best defense system, right? If they can find their own way out. And all my others could find their way out. And uh, Sunny's only small, but I want to start him off now. So we... uh, oh and i just i researched this that dogs um don't have as many um cones in their eye which means they don't see as many uh colors as we do but apparently they see blue and yellow very well and then they see darks and lights so i painted a big yellow dot surrounded by a big black um uh, circle uh, so that it uh, shows up so right where the pool steps are on the inside lip of the pool step so that he can find his way out. So I, yep, I did. I donned my bathing suit this morning and we went in in the coldish water, but I really want him to know how to do this. So we're going to do a little training, uh, uh, little sessions every, uh, every few days. So I just took him in and I put him right there close to the step and he was able to find in, get out, which was good. And then I took him like a little farther from the step where he actually had to swim. That was his first moment swimming. And um, it, he, I was so proud of him. He did so well. Yeah. So I'm going to take him in again at noon and then tonight and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. because uh, Yeah. Anyway, that, that's, that's the update of uh, the antics around here. Um, so lots of fun and there's going to be, there's going to be lots of mistakes. There's going to be lots of bluebirds. There's going to be little, little, uh, <laughs> yeah, my hubby and I have these new terms for them. we call them seeds of happiness because uh, somehow we're going to work our way through these little, little mistakes and, and, uh, make things better. So, um, that's what we're doing. And, um, that can also occur on the artwork, on the, uh, the crafting table in all those amazing things. Things that we put into our junk journals. And uh, remember things don't have to be perfect, um, but you do, you gotta have fun doing them. That's the one requirement. And um, sometimes it takes a second thought or a head scratch or, you know, getting yourself reoriented. Sometimes you have to, if you're really frustrated over a giant bluebird, you got to walk out of the room and go get a snack and then, you know, talk to your girlfriend and say, listen, listen, it's just not, it's, it's not happening. I don't know what to do. It's just overwhelming at this point. Everybody else can do it and I can't do it. And I want you to know that you can do it too that there is, um, there's peace in the papers, there's passion in the papers, and there's fun to be had for you, you're deserving of it. And, um, you know, it's unlimited, it'll never run out. And there's always more coming. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this little podcast today. Me and Sunny are here. We're just like, uh, he's nibbling on my ankles. And uh, um, we're getting ready for our next swimming lesson. Which should be occurring in a little bit, and I hope you're all having lots of fun out there. And remember to embrace those little bluebirds and look at them with new eyes, and you know, try these tactics and uh, see where it takes you. Because I would love to hear how um, uh, you're, your, you know, how you salvaged a piece of work when you thought, hmm it's done, you know, because we can all learn from that. And I'm sure there's a million and one ideas I haven't thought of. So please feel free to share those and you can share them on the video comments or uh, in the Facebook group, wherever you like, uh, because we all learn from each other here, which is the awesome thing. And, uh, if, uh, you are looking for any favorite tools and supplies, I have an Amazon shop. I try and list everything in there. So it's easy for you. And, um, what else? Oh, I have a Etsy shop, which, um, I put my vintage digital kits. Um, I like to put a lot of old vintage papers in my journals, but I know these are not easily accessible for everybody and or sometimes they're very expensive or it takes up a lot of space to store them. So if you want to have a nice way to um, have access to some old stuff, feel free to check out my Etsy shop and you can just um, print them out when you want them. And uh, they don't have to take up any space, and they're, they're uh, much more reasonably priced than the originals. And um, also I have a monthly free emailed newsletter. If you haven't heard about that, you get a free monthly digital image along with junk journal tips, updates from the paper outpost, what's going on here, and um, a note from the bookmaker, something you can tuck inside the front of your junk journal to explain what on earth this this um, uh, creation is to somebody who might not know. And also... Um, uh, uh, long list of supplies to keep your eyes open for around in your world that you may come across that maybe you didn't think of for putting in your junk journal, but, but, oh my, everything can go in a junk journal. Um, so I hope you have fun. I'll oh, come join our Facebook group. We're having fun over there doing weekly and monthly challenges. And, uh, uh, i love to see what you guys make from the videos I put out. You just put in some awesome ideas and, and it's a great place to come and get inspired, see different ways to do things. People are very fun and friendly and happy to answer questions. So, Take care, everyone. Remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon from me and Sunny. Um, Big hugs from all of us to all of you. Take care. Bye.